You guys are listening to The Potty. This is Pearl and Serene. Get it right. It's P-O-D-D-Y. Welcome to The Potty. When Serene and I get going and talk, we say stuff that just comes off the top of our heads. So don't try not to hold it against us. Know that we're sitting here smiling. We're just sharing stuff that's just blurting out here. So um, Brain fluffs. Yeah, some of it you might not agree with and we would... When we write the books, like we, every sentence, we're like, no, let's go over that. Oh, don't say that. They'll take that wrong. Put it this way. Frame it this way. Serene. Serene, let's, should we say it that way? Well, we won't have any of those filters here. I'm determining this year. I am not giving in to fear because it's been too long in my life. I've surrendered too much of my life to fear. I didn't really, I thought it was just normal. You know, I, I always said to Serene, well, I'm a worried person. Now, that's because I allowed myself to worry. I don't have to be a worried person. not your person. personality. That, that affects my whole physiological body. That worry. I mean, it, it's, that, this is not just mumbo-jumbo here. This is not just new age talk. This is science. Worry pulls down our health. It does. You know, I got to the point where I went through a lot. You know, um, people have been through a lot more than me, but I went through a lot. And, and uh, it was, there was just a... a a decade where we adopted six children in, in a matter of 12 months. Mm. And, and just there was a lot of issues with that reactive attachment disorders. A lot of stuff came into our home. And I ended up with panic attacks, but I worried about everything. And I remember thinking, okay, I'm going to take back my health. So I, I got all these adrenal supplements and thyroid support supplements. I was getting my blood tested all the time. And um, what happened was the more I concentrated on it and worried about my condition, I got so bad. Like I ended up in emergency rooms with panic attacks. I remember you had, you had this black thing over your eyes and you had to sleep. You had to go, to, go to bed by eight, wearing a mask that no little bits of light from an alarm clock or, um, or anything because that would like pull down certain hormones. I had the science of it all, but the more I concentrated on on the whole thing the more I worried about it the sicker I I became and then I just remember thinking I got to give this whole thing to God I just got to give it to God I'm going to go to bed at 10 30 if I want to I'm not going to be worried about worrying (laughs) and do you know what I completely turned my health around I became so healthy I'm not adrenal and and adrenal fatigue at all you're not I'm not and my and I remember getting my blood tested and I was zero you i was showed baseline. me the chart yeah her cortisol was at zero yeah and they recommended all these supplements for you and i have retested my blood and i'm in perfect health but you know how i got there not by all the supplements not that they're bad no. but you see i took the supplements and continued to worry you exactly. see so it overrid all of that that my best medicine was to relax and rest in god so what about the person though that says yeah, but these worries are rooted in unsolved problems in my life. They're real. And if I don't give heed to these and think about the solution, so I'm not worrying, I'm problem solving. But the practice is humans, we cannot, we're not God, we're not in control. We think we are, but we're not. The more we try and like bring certain solutions in our brains, we all, I think we tie our minds up in more knots. Yeah, and it's so, I do think that of of course, in everything there's a balance. We can problem solve and that we can give some credence to something. But when it becomes that anxiety that we feel, that high octane ping, you know, you feel it. You can feel your shoulders tense. You feel it almost in your gut. It's like a little fireworks that goes off yeah. in your, your bowels. That's when you know, okay, leave this alone. There is nothing that I can problem solve to actually make this right because life throws us curves. But, balls. you know, Pearl, <laughs> what do you think, Pearl? I think a lot of it is projection. 
Oh, where you know, yes. yes, we can't control people. People are gonna hurt us. People, we're gonna hurt people. We, we're all human. But I think a lot of our worries are like, I know that they could do this to me, or this situation could happen, or or we worry about tomorrow. We project oh, evil into our future. Serene, it's not even you- real. These things. I okay. This is Serene and Pearl unplugged, right? Okay, our books are all Serene and Pearl groomed with our hair and ponytails. <laughs> the party is Serene and Pearl with bad hair, and everything's going to come out of our mouth. So what's coming out of my mouth now is definitely an admission. I would say I think I have spent so much of my life projecting into the future things that, yeah, they could happen, but mostly they will not happen. Um, I've been to my husband's funeral probably ten thousand times in oh, my me head. Too. I have been, this is sad. I've been crying by the grave. I have been to my own funeral. Think about that. What does that do to my body? Where I go to my own funeral and look at the people and some are sad and serene. You're like, how can I live without my sister? And and I've been at your funeral too, (laughs) Pearl. It's terrible. This is horrible. You know what that is? I refuse to go to my own funeral again ever in my life because God has numbered my days. I don't need to Give half an hour of my day imagining my own funeral, my husband's funeral. Like, okay, case in point. Charlie and I are going to, you know, for our anniversary, we're going to be going on a cruise and, and it's 10 days. Have never been away from the children this long, 10 days. It's a long time. Now, usually my brain would be projecting all the things that could happen. Okay, Rocky's going to cut his leg over. I'm going to get a call, but they can't reach me on the cruise. So they're going to have to in-flight this helicopter and pull us out of the cruise. You know, I'm seeing all sorts of things and happen. it's all like in the most, the best, like yeah. uh, giant, uh, the movie theater. Movie better, theater. Better than movie theater, um, especially effects yes autumn's not gonna be know where i am she's gonna be crying all night and her mother's not there for her and she remember that the rest of her life all these things are going on in my head and i'm inventing all this stuff pulling down my health just giving time to junk where i can't even enjoy myself to go on that cruise and I, you know what i've worked hard and i deserve it that i can just go and be happy I'm, you- I'm i'm i have to choose it I'm kicking this stuff out of my head. I'm not going to choose that anymore. Well, Pearl, there was this, I love this verse in the Bible that just says, it's um, Proverbs. It's in Proverbs 31, I believe. It says, she smiles at tomorrow or she laughs at the days to come. Yeah. I have never <laughs> been able to do that. I've been a Christian my whole life, but I've never known deep soul rest. And it's not God's fault. It's mine. Because yeah. you know what? I just hugged on and nursed and nurtured the little evil thoughts, the little projectors about Instead of thinking, God will be there for me, no matter mm. what it will look like, whether it will be um, not what I've planned or what mm. I've planned, but He is good. He's perfect love and it will be the best. But I just have to know, oh, what if, oh, what if that happened? What if my child chokes and what if the ambulance doesn't get there in time? All these terrible things. And I haven't been able to smile at the days to come. But that's my New Year's resolution. That's yeah. th- that, you know what? I'm going to give it over. I'm going to just give it over and really enjoy my life. So there you go, guys. Oh, we're we're telling what? you our deepest, darkest secrets. But I want to say this But if you're too. on this journey with us, I mean, we want you to do this too. Let go of these stupid fears because they're pulling down your well, health. Well, I, I read something the other day, Pearl, and it was actually a book that you borrowed to me. Great book. And it was talking about how faith- I loaned it to you, but yeah. you borrowed it from me. Okay. Faith uh, and fear, they're both self-fulfilling. They have to be, there's a demand yeah. on them. Mm-hmm. And faith, you know- it's, Faith is it, hope. It, it's, it projects good. It, it, it's hope. And, and there's a demand on it. Yeah. There's actually, what do you, would you call it? A demand to be fulfilled. To, and then fear also, but it projects evil. And, it, mm. and so they both have the demand. I want to have the fruit coming in the faith area, not in the fear area, because 
you know, many times they don't, things that you fear don't happen. But oftentimes, just because of the nature that it's a, a, a demanding thing, mm-hmm. things can, you can, they can, you know, you can worry things into happening. Yeah. That would never happen before. Are you a warrior by nature? Because, uh, Danny, because my husband, and I'm so blessed to have him because I have been a warrior. I'm not saying I am anymore because I choose to, <laughs> I choose to get rid of that junk. But my husband's such a, Oh man, he's he doesn't he ha- he might have other issues. We all have other issues, but he does not worry a speck. He just he's just there. He just trusts God, or he, he just, it just doesn't overwhelm him like it does me. Are you warrior, or is it a man woman thing, or what? Well, <clears throat> um, it's certainly uh, I think a little bit of mix of personality coupled with uh, upbringing. In fact, not to not to go uh, too terribly unplugged here, but when I was around seven. And I grew up without a dad. But when I was around seven, I remember going into my closet, and I would do this often. I would shut the door. I would, I would hide under blankets or, or teddy bears, and I would picture. And this is, you, you touched on this, and it was like, whoa, I forgot all about this. I would picture my mom's funeral. I was there in my mind. I saw her lying in a, in a casket. There were my loved ones. And I really, I would cry as a young boy and 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 that sounds a little maybe off topic (laughs) but from childhood i i very much uh was aware of my environment the reality of loss um and i think a lot of people uh knit those things in their head so that when they become adults you know there's a little mild form of ptsd to where you know picturing uh deep loss and pain uh, can almost be a, a negative therapy uh, to constantly revisit, constantly hash it over in your head uh, as a way to maybe prevent it from happening or to go ahead and grieve so that when it does yeah, happen... That's true, to yeah, almost say, it. hey, I better I better feel this grief now because when it does happen, then I'll know, uh, then I'll just better prepare myself. Then I'll be myself. able to handle it. I'll be practiced. It's a, yeah, it's I'll, be a way practi- to I'll be a practice griever. Yeah, yeah it's a way to ah. medicate and possibly even escape the you know, pain. And, 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 you know, there is... Truth, hugely more than the more than the truth that we can see, more than the, our hand in front of our face. That it's a spiritual world out mm-hmm. there, you know. And just as much as we can have the Holy Spirit there to comfort us, you know, the the, the devil is out there to seek whom he can destroy. Mm-hmm. And I think that he wants us to to he puts he plants these these scary things into our brain. Oh, he sure he certainly doesn't want us to be happy. And let me ask you this, when you are fearful, when you're worrying, are you happy? No. Because I don't think worry and happy, I do not think those two words can coexist. There is no way. So when if we're going to be happy and happiness obviously is good for our health. I mean, that builds our health more than more anything. Than food. We absolutely have to kick out the worry. And so guys, I mean, if you're with us, kick out the worry this year with but us. There's only one way, though. Yeah, trusting to, in God. To trust in God, to rest that he's perfect love. And perfect love casts out all fear. Hey, you're listening to The Party with Serene and Pearl, and I'm Pearl, and who are you? <laughs> Serene. <laughs> fear, fear, this whole subject, what has it got related to healthy living? What is it related to? Huge. It's the foundational point. It is the foundational point. We we recently ran into a friend of ours who who went through a terrible um, battle with cancer, now completely in victory um, with it. And um, 
I ran up to her and, and like, oh, I need to talk to you because my son, you know, um, had a, a season with cancer last year. And uh, I ran up to her and said, what was the most helpful thing? You know, you went through everything. You did the whole, um, you know, health alternative thing. You also, you know, you went down to Mexico. You did that. But you also did the chemo. You got, you did surgery. You did everything. What was the most helpful? I need to pick your brain. She goes, you know what? Health's great. It's a no-brainer. Health, health helps. But you know what helped me the most? Getting rid of my emotional, like, sludge in my head and all the bitterness or all the worry or all the stress she said I believe that my sickness was related to my my mind not more than so you know yeah I'm into health but you know what it's not my it's not uh, an idol to me I feel like I need to worry more about health in my brain health in my mind that I, that I'm not you know, and obviously, we're not saying, "Well, you have cancer because you thought no, this." I mean, look no, at your. No. I mean, we look at your son, Serene. No, but she's an eighteen-year-old boy. He didn't. He doesn't have cancer because of what he did. However, but what helped her? Yes, and, and, and even Arden, he's the sweetest thing, the your most son. amazing. Yeah, my son, the most sweetest. Like he, he could do no wrong in my brain. I can't even remember him doing anything wrong. He never had a teenage stage, but he came up to me. I remember in some of the darkest days of that whole battle. And we were in the hospital. And he's like, Mom, I'm so sorry that I was a bad kid. I'm like, bad kid? You weren't a bad kid. You were amazing. He was like, well, I just feel like I need to get it off my chest. <laughs> he knew even instinctively that he needed to release everything yeah. from his – he just needed to release it mentally. Just say sorry to everybody he needed to say sorry from. It, it helped him. Yeah. I'm like, don't do that. He's like, Mom, I need to. I need to. Let me. Oh. Yeah. So I so I, I learned from that woman that I ran into the store into the store that yes of course it's a no brainer do the health stuff do whatever you need to do that you're led to medically but we have to take care of the stuff that's kind of in our heads kind of poisoning us it's numero uno well I think practice makes perfect in fact uh, my wife has helped me to learn a little practice she does and that is anytime I have a negative anxious feeling which is really a false way to tackle a problem it's really Mm. you don't really make great decisions when you're so anxious and in knots you actually aren't you're not in the best spot and you're not creative no paralyzed you're not not creative you get paralyzed even though you feel like you're doing the work and what her and i have both come to do is okay there's that gut you know send you to the bathroom upset you know anxious feeling about whatever it is the simple conscious acknowledgement that it's that that the anxiousness about it ought not be there and that it's off and mm-hmm. it has no place in your mm-hmm. life consciously processing that and then just going you know what it's all okay and i'm going to ultimately believe that it will all be okay no matter what happens let's let's move the anxiety off the table for a minute is there something that i can actively do to solve this problem if not the, the worry, ha- I, I'm okay now to let the worry go because it's not true problem solving. That's and that's so what's true. really helped us out a lot. That's so true. It's absolutely a choice. Like you get up in the morning, you know, every day and as on this plan, it's like we choose before each meal, you know, are we going to eat health and life here or are we going to eat junk to pull down our bodies? And it's the same choice in our mind. Am I going to feed on this junk all day long or am I going to feed on the truth and the happiness and it's a choice both ways. We can't do one without the other. And God wants to bless us. He wants us to prosper in health, you know, and in and, and our minds and be happy and joyful. But it's up to us. He didn't create robots. He gave us the choice to choose. And we can't really receive the blessing unless we 
open it up and en- enjoy joy. Enjoy joy. Take it. I'm enjoying joy today. Okay. Do y'all have any practical uh, takeaways with fear that you have found really changes the game for you in the moment? Well, I think you named it before, uh, Danny, um, and, and I'll just reiterate it, is naming it. Realizing, like, okay, that's not truth. That's fear. And that fear is your enemy. And just naming it and realizing it so that you're aware of what you're doing. Because before I used to do it all day and just thought it was part of life. Yeah. And now I'm like, no, it's odd. Like you said, that's off. Something's that's off. off. You know. Yeah. And then physically walking it out. Like I, fear takes a hold of you physically. It does me. I feel it in my shoulders. If it's just, even if it's anxiousness or worry, you feel it all over my body. To change my posture. I mean, I'll be drooping or I'll be cunch or I'll be holding my arms like this. I'll find myself or I'll be rubbing my neck. And then I know I'm in stress. And oftentimes I'm in it's worry. What comes out of our mind. It's like yeah. a <sighs> And we're, because we're, we're having to self soothe, you know, because of this anxiousness. I mean, just, you know, not, and not like being the big, okay, shoulders back, head up, push through this. That's not it, but just. I believe, like I said, I forced myself to smile. I forced myself to push it out. Just standing up straight and saying, okay, God, you got it. I give it to you. Pushing it out of my body and just acknowledging it and then stepping, stepping out of it. And it doesn't mean that your circumstances are going to change because like it says in the scriptures, it says, you know, peace I give to you, not as the world giveth. The world to get peace in the world's mind is to make everything perfect, to make everything like all the waves go down, the sea calm. But, you know, he wants us to have faith when it's raging, when the waves are, are high. You know, and he rebuked the disciples. He said, you have little faith. You know, you know, so when it's all crazy, when, you know, you've got a family member who's still like absolutely um, antagonizing you or it's just, you know, it's just ab- almost emotional or verbal abuse or whatever your situation is, doesn't necessarily mean that your situation is going to go away, but it's just resting in God that He is the only one in control and that you know all things work together for good for those that love the Lord. So I just really feel like it's just not trying to make everything perfect, but just taking a deep breath and, and, and just resting in the storm, resting in the only one who can control the storm. We can't. I know. And I mean, you are sort of, looking at that right now. So, I mean, let, let's be honest. We're, we're going to talk about what's real life. Serene's son went through a cancer battle last year, stage four. That's pretty <laughs> something that's well, pretty hard from, to walk through. It was a very aggressive. months. In just a couple of months. Very aggressive thing. And, you know, he he's still fighting. And you could be completely churned up about it, but you came here today and you had a smile on your face. Is that a choice for you? It's a choice. Even last night, you know, I feel like in the day I'm better at it, but in the in the night watch, <laughs> I feel like I'm not as aware to to watch over my thoughts. And I and I woke up and I'd obviously been wrestling it in in the night, and and I had to make the choice afresh today that you know what I'm not going to be anxious about it because I want to think oh is he taking all the supplements oh I don't think he's timing them right or or maybe I should be telling him about this and I get all worked up about the do 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 and the list and what I would do and how I want to help him but God loves him more than I love him and 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 I had to realize no matter what happens he knows the scope he's got eternal vision we don't we're just so you know we look through a, a glass dimly and and when i just rest that god you're good no matter what you're perfect love then i can rest i can rest and i can just obey him and trusting 
in his promises. So it's, it's rest and obeying. And all the other stuff in my brain is just, it's miserable anyway. It's miserable junk. Yeah, you so know? Um, obviously circumstances are no, going to be hard. I mean, we're, we're, not, we're not saying just... <laughs> we're not some, saying that we've got candy lives and no. you can have a candy life and that's how you can be restful. But in, 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 the, storm. in the storm, we can find joy. We can. It's like the other day. If you don't mind me just talking on, talking on, talking on. I'll shut up here in a second. But we were walking out in the country. We live out in the country. And my, my little four-year-old and I were taking a walk, probably going over to visit you, Pearl. And uh, we came upon one of my bulls that had escaped from our land. And my little haven freaked out. She was freaking out, screaming at the top of her, of her lungs. She was so worried that this bull was going to come and attack her. And I said, Haven, I'm holding your hand. Just rest in the fact that I'm here. Your mummy's here. We're going to walk past it. I'm going to walk past with this. You know, we're, we're going to walk past this together. It's, everything's going to be fine. Well, she yanked her hand out of my hand and started running directly for the bull, <laughs> completely mindless, completely just not knowing what she was doing right into danger. But if she'd only rest in me, we could have had just a nice walk. And it was like, I felt like God said, that's what you do when you fear. You freak out. You take the situation into your hand. You're going directly into the, in the <laughs> wrong way, directly into defeat. You're, all you're thinking about is the problem. I have your hand. Yes, life is throwing you a hard, you know, a hard ball. There's a bull out there with horns, but I got you. Yeah. And so it was a real picture for me in that. This is the potty, the unfiltered potty where we just brain fluff. We just let all the thoughts escape from our head the way they are. It's the uncensored Serena Pearl potty. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.